And hopefully, Back to the Future musical's good. I think part. it's literally just going to be shares if I could turn back time for like right. two and a half hours. I mean, if I'd have known that before I bought the tickets. <laughs> I would have bought premium seating. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> and cosplay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast. It's your boy Dan. And Reg. Just plain old Reg. Well, I like to mix it up every now and again. It's normally me that's just like, it's Dan, and you're like, it's your homeboy Reginald Esquire the third and all that. I know, and yeah. this time around we've uh, we swapped over. Yeah, I stole Dave's intro. I don't know why, it just it, it was in my head. Well, the Dave weird thing was, it was... your boy, Dave. It was literally what I was going to open with, and then you opened with it, and I was like... You were going to go intro Reg. with It's Your Boy, Reg? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Wow. There you go. We're like like minds, Reg. Same wavelength. Indubitably good, yeah. sir. Anyway, well. how was one's birthday? Oh, yeah, it's been that long, hasn't it? That's why we didn't pod. Uh, it was good. It was a lovely little birthday. Um, I went camping near uh, Bittersukhoid, which is like it's in Snowdonia in Wales. Um, it's got lots of little walks. I don't know whether you remember Reg, but we went walking there. I mean, it's got to be like ten years ago. Um, we walked up a very very steep hill in the forest, got to the top, could not be bothered going any further, and then noticed we were right next to this reservoir lake thing which had this uh like this big concrete dam that you could walk over and then there was a little island and we were yeah. like oh let's go there and eat lunch and we walked along along this this wall it's very stand by me it was like walking across the train tracks we were walking along the top of a, <laughs> of a dam and then uh we sat on this little island in the middle of this lake thing uh and then we were just like yeah, should we just stay here and then literally for the next like three four hours we were just sat there chilling instead of doing our like six mile hike we were gonna do it was good times it was it's very good times but um we did the the same walk basically apart from it, it, other than the the sitting in the middle of the lake thing but we walked up the big steep hill and uh, and i was like oh yeah that this makes perfect sense now why we didn't walk any further because i'm really tired <laughs> um yeah did that had a little barbecue Went into a random little sweet shop in um, in Betsukoid, which is very, basically it's one of these little villages that only exists because um, there's lots of walks nearby. So mm. the only shops other than these little, you know, you've got like a spa and stuff like that and a bunch of pubs. Um, the only shops really are like uh, Mountain Warehouse and, you know, a regatta shop, things like that. Stuff that people are going to buy all their walking equipment. Um, or they hope they are, even though most people who are going for walk probably would have brought walking equipment. But yeah. who knows? Um, and then there was this little sweet shop, you know, selling loads of imported sweets and stuff like that. Um, and they had two types of Mountain Dew that I've never seen in real life before. One of them I didn't even know existed. It's I can't remember what it's called now. Maui something like that. And it's this pineapple Maui one, blast or something that's, like that. There you go. The can is massive. The can is like a, at least a, a sort of five or six hundred milliliter can. It's huge. Um, and then I managed to get a can of USA, which every every time there's an election, they seem to bring out a, a new version of USA. 
Um, and sometimes it's like you vote for your favorite creation and stuff like that. This this time it was um, they took the three the three most popular uh, flavors that are not normal Mountain Dew. So Code Red, which is cherry, Voltage, which is like a raspberry one, and White Out, which I can't remember what it is. Um, but either way, all those three, and they just so that's red, white, and blue basically, and they just put them all into one drink. I haven't tried it yet. Sat in my fridge. I was like, I'm not drinking them now. They're not cold. I've got to wait. So yeah, that was a uh, that was probably one of the highlights of my birthday. Finding two random um, Mountain Dew flavors out in the wild in the middle of Wales. It's great. <laughs> um, and then we went and met Sean slash Steve in Manchester. We went for one pound tacos and bao buns, which were amazing. Um, and then we went and watched uh, Mr. Liam Frost play a live gig. So that's the first gig in, let me think, March. Yeah, March last year. I can't remember the exact date, but we were in um, in Tokyo and I went to see Necronom Idol and Yanakoto Soto Mute uh, play a gig. And it was amazing. And that was the last concert I got to go to before, you know, the world died. Nice. So we now I'm very back. jealous. Yeah. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, and he even played a new song, Reg, not to make you even more jealous, but yeah, played a new song. A Fountainhead one, or? I don't know. Just a new song. He said, here's a new song. Ooh. Oh, new song. And yeah, it was and was wonderful. It, it was everything you, you hoped to be Of course it was, Reg. I mean, it was, you know, a return to live music, and it was a brand new Liam Frost tune, and all was good with the world. And then my birthday was over for another year. Next year, I'm going to be 40. Huzzah. Mm. Uh, did we, I don't know if we discussed this in the end, but you know how I always thought I was like a year younger than you? Or we thought I was a year younger than you. And then it was like, oh no, it's two. Turns out I'm only 37. I genuinely thought I was 38. Okay. But I'm not a year younger than I expected. That, see, that, that makes more sense because whenever we're, we're, we we talk about when we met it was you were doing work experience so it didn't quite make sense that i was working there (laughs) you know Ah, either way fun times happy days yeah it was it was as was my birthday um yeah but it's been a whole week since then hasn't it it's been um been down to london once since then um going down again next week and but in fact in fact yeah, totally, totally separate things. Family party uh, in um, where's that airport near London? I can't remember the one Luton, the one that's London Airport that's not in London, Luton Airport. It, 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 that wasn't where the party was. It was in Luton. Right. I was going to say that's a bit of a strange yeah. party. Went for that, uh, and then drove back, and then next week we are doing. So I've got a lot of stuff going on. So we do need to discuss exactly what's going to happen pod wise because um, there's there's plenty of options. We'll work something out <laughs> as long as I'm not editing. Um, basically, next Thursday, sorry, this Thursday, myself and Steve are going on a little trip to Dublin. You are? Um, yeah, because, again, it was one of those things like uh, he, he's got three weeks off. I don't do anything with my life. So it's like, what should we do? Should we do something? And he's like, oh, let's go to to, uh, to Berlin. I'm like, not going to Berlin and spending £90 on getting tested. Where can we go? Oh, look, Ireland, you can go. That's like the, one of the only places that we're allowed to go without having to jump through any hoops. 
and he does seem to like Dublin. So it's like, let's go to Dublin. £15 flights there, £12 back. There you go. That'll do. Um, nice. So we're going for two nights, three days. Um, and then when I get back next day, uh, myself and the lovely Shell are doing, we're basically doing one last Merlin pass blowout before we cancel them. Um, <laughs> so we're going to, we, we're going to Alton Towers on the Sunday and then driving down to Warwick. Um, sorry, Windsor rather, staying there, going to Legoland the next day, staying overnight, going to Chessington the next day, the next day going into London, we're going to do um, the, going to do Madame Two Swords, and then in the evening we're going to go and watch the Back to the Future musical, and then the next day we're going to the dungeons, we're going to go to the Shrek adventure, we're going to do London Eye, and then uh, the next day we're going to do Thought Park, and then we're going to drive home. So it's it's literally like, how much we spent on these passes let's actually get some use out of them yeah fair enough yeah it'll be so, a really fun hopefully and and i was like we we did um we went to thought not thought park we went to chessington and legoland last year. in fact no we went to thought park as well uh last year and we did little videos about like this is what it's like um on you know with all the covid restrictions just to sort of show this is how the theme parks are because they'd only just opened mm-hmm. um so i was like uh you know it's great we'll be able to go and not do a video but i bought a new gimbal and i want to try it out so i was like maybe there is something we could do um but yeah I, I had an idea that we're gonna try and do something um every park we go to we're gonna do like a, a challenge so it'll be a very short little thing you know we're on towers we have to score five hundred thousand points total on um jewel or something like that we go to thought park we've got to do every ride in alphabetical order we go to legoland and uh, you know i don't know little things like that just to make it a little bit interesting um so I'll, i'm gonna see if we can get people on instagram to give us some ideas but if you're listening to this and you can think of something um we need something to do at either the dungeons uh london eye or the shrek thing because that's all one day we need something to do at madame two swords we need something to do at thought park at chessington and legoland and alton towers so give us some ideas and that same goes to you reg start thinking (laughs) i will i'll give you a list of loads of stuff to do and then you can yeah. be like, nope, 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 nope. Like, okay. Well, maybe, but at least you tried. That's the spirit. Mm-hmm. I like it. I have also booked myself a ticket for Alton Towers. All right, exciting for Oliver's birthday on the mm. on the fifth of November. Interesting. Oh, so that's when the are they are they doing fireworks that day? They are doing fireworks. So that's what we are doing. We are going with Ashes, mum and dad. And uh, in the hope that they may be like, go on, just go on a ride or two, it's fine. While they literally just like take him around CBBS land, and uh, they've never been. Also, I'm like, this will be fun. So we're taking them to uh, to Alton Towers for Oliver's birthday, letting him have a lot of meet around CBBS land and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go watch the fireworks. Nice. Come back. We were going to stay over, um, but. Oh, I can't I like, imagine how expensive you know that what? would be. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we, we could genuinely, I think when we worked it out, it was the price of one of us to fly to Florida and have a universal ticket. Yeah. 
So I was it's, like, it's, uh, it's definitely the what? busiest day of the year. Even, I mean, um, even the like Scarefest doesn't get as busy as the fireworks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm much, I, I don't. I, I I totally understand that you know it's no it's not as big an issue now with being in a little bit of a crowd, but I cannot see how fireworks, Alton Tower. If if you've ever been to the Alton Towers fireworks, it's like it's like you're you're at a festival and you're in that big crowd in front of the main stage of like thirty thousand people, and you just, you can't move, you cannot move, and when everything finishes and everyone tries to sort of get out it's you've got people inches from you it's impossible so find a good safe distance spot i was gonna say we're gonna be towards the back (laughs) just so we can like turn tail and run because by the time that the fireworks finish oliver will literally be falling asleep on the shoulders i think it's gonna be so so knackered in it i like what be about nine o'clock or something by the time they finish so it's about yeah, they, they tend there. to um, they tend to finish just in time for you to go and get on one last ride. So we usually leg it to Wicker Man and try and get a dark ride on that. That would be awesome, but unfortunately, <laughs> I was going to say I don't think there's any chance of of that one. We'll no. get to go on it before before the um, the fireworks and stuff because they mm. said Ash's dad was like, yeah, you know, and if you want to go on like a ride or two, we'll we'll happily stay with Oliver and see BB's land and stuff while you do that. And I was like, cool. Or two. And Take Oliver like, on Hex. Right. Uh, part of my plan is to see if he is old enough to get on that because I'd love to take him on it. Just just have him blow his mind at the oh, go yeah, upside yeah, down. Absolutely. But, so yeah. I think that is the only age that would find Hex acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Quite, quite <laughs> rightly. It'll yeah. be a, this should be a fun one. Nice. Awesome. So looking forward to that. And that's the first thing I've got tickets for for <laughs> such a long long time that's not like Chester Zoo no so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it to be fair no it doesn't quite count that does it Chester Zoo not when I'm there every every other week <laughs> to be fair there so. oh well that's something to look forward to it is I am really looking forward to it to be fair it's just nice to do something different you can actually give us like a trip report from CBB's land, like from a kid's perspective. Because oh, I'm, I'm planning on doing a, a little thing. Nice. There you go then. And, uh, so it should be yeah. fun. And you can you can do it for our, our new podcast, Coasting. Theme park podcast that we need to get started. So in fact, that's perfect, perfect opportunity. Me going on a Merlin uh merlin trip i know uh, right that's that's the perfect time to start it's you almost know. as though it was planned well it wasn't but yeah I, I i like his little sarcastic comment there but it definitely wasn't <laughs> it was just like we've booked a week off to go to malta oh wait we can't go to malta without spending under a pound each on a, on tests okay never mind let's uh let's go to uh alton towers and thorpe park instead yeah and hopefully, hopefully, Back to the Future musicals good. And I'm just like I like musicals, but what I don't really like are jukebox musicals, mm. which is you know where they've just taken a story from a film or something and they've gone, let's just put a load of songs you already know. Yeah, from that time period. Yeah, and whatnot. exactly. So that that I'm not a big fan of. Now. Mm. At least with Back to the Future, you've got like what, like three 
very well-known songs, all the Huey Lewis and the News songs. Mm. So it's got, you know, it's got these sort of temples to 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 build the whole story around. Other than that, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's original songs or whether it is, you know, like more songs like that. Johnny B. Good obviously is going to be in there and things like that. So I'm I'm okay with those. So there's four songs, in fact. That I I'm think happy. it's literally just going to be shares if I could turn back time for like right. two and a half hours. Okay, interesting. I mean, if I'd have known that before I bought the tickets. <laughs> I would have bought premium seating. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> and cosplay. <laughs> yeah, as, as Cher or as Marty McFly? Cher, obviously. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, maybe. But other than that, I'm looking forward to it, and we're gonna, we're going to try because we realised because we're close to London every night from uh, Sunday night. We're gonna, you, you know, some um, musicals have like lotteries that you can enter to win yes. tickets. Uh, like they they keep a bunch just just in case. So the ones the odd seats that are dotted around, they they'll then you know you can get them for a tenner or something like that. So I I got tic- a ticket to see Book of Mormon that was like a, a hundred odd pound ticket for fifteen quid, and it was it was just right slap bang in the center of the stalls. It was amazing, um, and they do it for Hamilton. And the last couple of times I've been to to London, I've I've gone on the app to put my name forward, and not not one. I figured, okay, we've actually got sort of five free nights while we're down there. You know, we've finished the theme park by like five o'clock, so we could just hop on the tube, get into London and go and watch it. So we'll enter that every night and hopefully we'll get to see Hamilton for a tenner. Yeah, so that would be, that would be amazing. Absolutely. I've, I've avoided watching it on, on Disney Plus as well. Just yeah, for that reason. Like, our... I'd rather go and watch it. Yeah, I was going to say, after our conversation about it, like, thinking about it and that's that's definitely the next one we are going to go and actually see so yeah, we're not absolutely because we were talking about it and she was you know, we were saying like yeah it'd be lovely to go see a like an actual musical again but we haven't had a chance yet so we'll reckon probably this time yeah maybe next year a bit earlier we'll we'll get a chance to shoot off and uh and go watch it which would be bloody lovely mm, fair enough who would have ever thought that you were going to be a fan of musicals it annoyingly it's um it's Matt Stone and Trey Parker's fault. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. Well that and and my um and the Lion King, to be fair, the Lion King started the Lion King musical started my obsession with Disney. because <laughs> um, yeah. I watched the musical before I watched the actual film. So I I had no idea what was about to happen apart from the stampede level on um on the Lion King game. So I knew that obviously oh, yeah, his, dad, his dad passed away. That was the only thing I really sort of remembered from the game was how awesome that level was and how hard it was. Um, so everything that was going on, I was like, oh, my God. And people were like, oh, my God, they did it just like this. And I was like, I need to watch this film because this is awesome. Um, and that's what sparked off my whole, let's get obsessed with Disney malarkey. Mm. And it was only because I see like Disney and I knew she liked musicals and I thought, Right, okay, she treated me to Book of Mormon. It's only fair I treat her to something that she really wants to do. Fair so, uh, so we went and watched Lion King, and it I, was pretty um, play. I, speaking of the game, I saw something recently. I think it was on Reddit, and it was about the Lion King game and why it's so impossibly difficult. Um, I think I found it here now. I can't remember what it said, but there was it was to do with the... Um, 
the publishers said specifically. Oh, that's right. It's because back back when this game came out, um, Blockbuster was a big thing. <laughs> Blockbuster Video. Yeah, and, and yeah. people people rented games a lot for next to nothing. So not as many people were buying them when they were renting them. So they wanted the game to not be completable within like the two or three day rental period. So they said, just make it absolutely nails. Um, so yeah, so literally the, the second level of the game is one of the hardest in the entire thing. <laughs> it's just, in, I had it on the game gear and it wasn't that bad, but the Mega Drive version, I specifically remember being absolutely hard as nails. Yeah, that log section was those, just an absolute killer. And those monkeys that you've got to grab onto the right ones and send you in the right... Oh, jeez. I think that's what probably started a part of my hatred towards... Towards like, Disney. <laughs> it was just hearing it. Just cannot wait to be king. Yeah. Just constant, just non-stop first, like 30 to 40 seconds of it I, before you wait, die, I, and then it starts again. I think again. you were just doing... Um, under the sea maybe i was like in my head i was like that's not the lion king what is that and then eventually i heard a jamaican voice start singing i was like oh wait the lion king definitely does do this because i just cannot wait to be king have we just stumbled on on disney plagiarizing themselves probably it sounds like it I'm not going to lie. <laughs> or at least Elton John plagiarizing whoever did Alan, Alan Menken and Tim Rice, who I think, I think, don't quote me on that, but I think they did uh, the Lion King. Yeah, Little Mermaid. Mm. But speaking of Lion King, have you seen yeah. that they're apparently doing the sequel to the, uh, to the live action film? And I it's mean, not going to follow the um, the actual straight to DVD oh, no, I videotape. I no, it's going to be something imagine. different. Which um, is a shame. No. Also, great. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I, I, I had not heard they were going to do it, but I'd heard that they were talking about it years ago, like after after the first the first one came out. Um, but <sighs> yeah, so they've they've done sequels to The Lion King, but none of the Disney sequels that were, you know, apart from let's say, I mean, Frozen Two might have even been the first animated Disney sequel that was a true sequel to the film like it was canon you know every other one has, has always been straight to dvd let's just make some money let's put our really cheap animation studio on this so it's not going to look great but it doesn't matter because kids are going to want to buy it and they did lion king 3 and they did lion king uh well i see sorry lion king 2 and lion king 3 which was also lion king one and a half um and they were just rubbish it's the same with the stitch. They, they did Lilo and Stitch too. They did Stitch the movie, and then they did uh, Leroy and Stitch. So they did four Lilo and Stitch movies, but the the second, the third, and the fourth one were all, you know, really low budget and again straight onto VHS. Whereas, mm. so the stories are garbage. No one really, nothing really matters. No one cares about it. Yet they they've decided that they think they're capable of making a sequel. To, to a true proper sequel, a big budget sequel with a decent story to the original Lion King. And I don't understand how. It's one of the most sort of full, no pun intended here, but 
you know, full circle storylines. You know, it's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. Finishes nicely. Everyone's happy in the end. The bad guy gets his comeuppance, uh, and it and it ends. It's done. Doesn't need a follow up. I don't know how they could do a follow up without really stretching things. I. <laughs> I, I, I did not mean to turn this into a massive full cycle of Lion King stuff, but I was, I, I, for some reason I had in my head and I needed to know why it was. Um, and I wanted to know what Scar's real name was because obviously they only called him Scar yeah, since right. he got the scratch. Uh, I thing. mean, so it was that doing makes me sense. Editing. That doesn't Why? make sense, but I, I never, I don't, I very much, I don't give him enough credit that that was a thing. I yeah, think um, scar, it, and then just went. The guy needs to have a scar. His name um, is Taka. Um, that was his his original name. He was once named Taka, apparently, which was in the West. script. Uh, no, in the actual. So they did a um, a TV obviously series called like The Lion Guard. And I think in yeah. like the Lion King two or something they call it, um, when they're, they're chatting about him, and apparently he was like the second son of of something. Obviously after the Mufasa, um, and apparently he was called Taka, um, which meant in some other foreign language it was like waste or want or something like that. Um, and the Wait, they called you remember, I, when I they had Google, a fight. Sorry, Google is telling me Ascari. Is it Ascari? Ascari. I could have swore it was it was Taka. Yeah, it is saying it's saying here about uh, the Lion Guard. Oh um, yeah, hang on, I'll just Google it as well. So, what was Scar's original name? Taka. According to a tale of two brothers, Scar was the second born of son Ahadi and Uru. He was once named Taka, which he became upset when he learned his older brother Mufasa was chosen to be king over him. That's on the uh, Disney Wiki. Okay, I'm on Disney fandom. And that's telling me Ascari. Oh, in fight, the Lion Guard, Scar was born under the name Ascari after his ancestor, the original Ascari, and was at one point selected as the leader of the Lion Guard. Mm. I mean, it's not that's, it's not particularly nice that if if you get a scar and then suddenly like everyone's calling you Scar, it's like you're losing an arm and everyone calling you one arm. Mm. <laughs> like. It's just not, it's not right. It's not, not particularly nice, that is it? Or maybe uh, that's why he became so bitter and angry. <laughs> Sorry, I. Uh, oh yeah, here you go. He was once named Taka. Apparently, there's two, two versions. versions. Oh, well, here we go. Now we're getting into the into the meat of it, Reg. <laughs> well, the Lion King podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> At the side, it's got um, it's it's got you know all these feature films he was in, TV programs, video games, um, voices portrayed by this guy, and then inspiration, and inspiration you got King, King Claudius from Shakespeare's Hamlet, you got the back, <laughs> <I've just seen> <laughs> <laughs> and also Adolf Hitler. Scar inspiration for Scar. <laughs> he was inspired by Adolf Hitler. I mean, it's true because you've got that whole um, the whole scene when he's he's introducing the the, the hyenas, right? And they're all they're probably goose stepping as yeah. he's like, you know, he's up on top of the rock, and they're all. And then, I mean, it's it's a mixture of metaphors because you've got the whole um, the the rushing. You, you see the hammer and the sickle uh, made up from the moon and the rock, and then you've also got them 
doing the Nazi walk. It's it's I mean it's very on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's it, but yeah, but that's not important. Ta- both Taka and Ascari were both influenced by Adolf Hitler, but but which one's his real name? What is a tale of two brothers? Um, that's some kind of book. Is that a Lion King book or something? It must be. I'm going to have a quick look now, which we always think a lot of time talking about liking fair play. But you can't people people can't tell us this isn't interesting. Let's see. Tale of Two Brothers. Tale of Two Brothers, Lion King. Okay. Um, oh wow, it's a very 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 old book. Right. Um, Nothing to do with the Lion King. Oh, yeah, no, it is the Lion King. It's the Lion King, the Tale of Two Brothers, the Lion King novelization. Right. Um, came out in 1994. It was the first book in the Lion King series of six new adventure books. Okay. Apparently, they did um, turn it into a, a mini show, but it does not like it's an official thing <laughs> at all. Mm. Um, okay. All right. So we. Uh, it's it's a tough one. Are we going to be um, believing a 1995 children's book, or are we going to be uh, believing a TV show? I would say a TV show is probably more canon. Mm. I, I don't. I, I'm going to go with the 1994 because oh, Lion King, not. The Lion God, mm-hmm. it only came out recently. So mm. if you're going to go for something that is literally out the same sort of time as the actual Lion King. Okay. I would say. Yeah. A Tale of Two Brothers is a book inspired by the Lion King. It was published by the Lion King. Right, okay. I don't know. We're falling down a massive thing here, but it's definitely a Disney book. Okay. Never mind. Crazy. Fair enough. But yeah, but while we're on the subject of Disney stuff. Okay. Um, to two things. Mm-hmm. First thing is they've just announced after our conversation saying hopefully they're going to make the um, attraction world mm. that's going to be in the, in the films. No, they've just announced it's definitely going to be Jungle Cruise 2. Okay. It is definitely a sequel to the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. I just look don't... at look, Reg, look, look at Indiana Jones. Okay. What was the first film called? Raiders uh, of the Lost Ark. It was not called Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. The next one, they brought in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And and every film was the same characters, but it all had different names. Mm. It was just, it's this guy. Do that. There's nothing nothing wrong with retconning your title for the second movie to be like, you know, Blunt and the Rock do this stuff whatever whatever their names were i don't even remember but just you don't it don't call it jungle cruise 2 we don't need to go on another jungle cruise no not, not the slightest no. especially when at the end of it they're nowhere near like the the amazon or yeah. the jungle I, anywhere near like that it's literally back and do now. not do expedition everest as the next one or something like that they are just the, disney do not have a scooby-doo I mean, I reckon quite a few of them listen to our pod and they're like, oh, that's a, that's a really good idea. How about we do that instead, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> and then that might give them an excuse to actually uh, go and fix the animatronic um, abominable snowman that's been broken for I mean, more than a decade. When it's closed due to COVID and stuff, 
that was the ideal time when they started doing prep work and paint work and stuff on the rides yeah for those who don't know is it 20 years old this ride maybe 15 20 years old and it's a roller coaster up the top of of uh of everest but as you're the one of the little bits is is sort of a slow moving um you know bit through a, a, a little story and there is a um an abominable snowman that used to reach out to try and grab you and touch me there you go and it was one of the 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 most at the time one of the most impressive animatronics they did it had a really fluid motion and it really added to the ride and then it broke so now it's just a stationary abominable 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 (laughs) i got it right the first time i'm sure i think that's why they they haven't fixed it yet because no one can say it okay (laughs) The abominable snowman and he doesn't move he just stands there reaching out at you like it's like if you've ever seen a video of the um the the avatar ride the boat ride and there is this animatronic navi um who are the blue cats right and she's like the ring it's amazing the range of motion that they've managed to get into this robot thing it's just incredible and it's all anyone talks about on the ride imagine if that broke and they were just like eh, it's fine let's leave it yeah no one cares about avatar anymore uh we've just greenlit three more films oh yeah okay uh well let's <laughs> see how they do first let's see if we get another four and a half billion dollars out of these then maybe maybe we'll fix it but anyway yeah just do do something different use some of your other rides because mm-hmm. what people care about with that movie it's not i mean there are people out there that are like yeah it's a jungle cruise ride jungle cruise is a disney and i'm a big disney fan but not that many not enough to make people go and watch the film and, and um, make it a success because look at stuff like haunted house haunted mansion or whatever it was the eddie murphy oh, one god yeah exactly but, but that was but awful that but, was at the peak of look at how good Pirates of the Caribbean was and how uh, like that has re reignited everyone's passion for this Disney ride. Let's do the same for Haunted Mansion, which arguably is a, at the time was probably more of a recognizable uh, franchise. Mm. I think more people knew of that ride than they did Pirates of the Caribbean. It's totally flipped on its head now, obviously. Yeah. Um, do you know, it's not the ride isn't enough. What was enough was the rock and uh and emily blunt and i think that's just weird though, is that was yeah that was the the thing that was putting me off wanting to see it Jack like, <laughs> well, and, and the rock because i'm not really okay. a huge rock fan um yeah. but I, I do love me disney <laughs> so that was the reason i want to watch it was because it was based on the ride and i'm like i want to watch it because yeah. of that fair enough so so like it did. Said, I know, I know like not, that, but that's yeah. not enough to make you know oh, God, 100 no. million dollars is it no but i am intrigued now it's only just announced now that this is definitely going ahead and i'm wondering if it's because uh, obviously they sacked off like scarlett johansson who was doing the tower of terror oh was she with no all way. of that yeah so she was she had she, anything to do with that yeah she was helping like producer as well and mm-hmm. director or something and she was massively tied into it um, and then obviously they sacked her off because of um, Black Widow and whatnot. And I'm like, it's weird how they've just announced that this is what they're doing moving forward. I wonder if it maybe be part of that. Like, right, okay, seeing she's had the hooks into most yeah. of that, let's just make some quick money. Well, it, and it then maybe after the sequel, turn yeah. it into something that's a 
because again it's the um it's this uh explorers group uh that, that they sort of they have running through a bunch of the disney theme park rides mm. um and i know the one in florida and obviously the one the tower of terror in california has changed to guardians of the galaxy now hasn't it but the the tower of terror in tokyo disney sea is part of this this explorers. It is, yeah. it's, I have think you watched the, the um the new show behind the attraction on disney plus no i haven't seen any of those yet but they i, I will at some point they do they look do, really interesting yeah they do the 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 um the haunted mansion one um and some of the information stuff about it is mm. is awesome the, the way they yeah. changed around for the different cultures and how they had to do it and why they did certain things and yes like phantom manor in um in, in i think it's in hong kong yes it was, it was all because they 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 couldn't feature like magic and ghosts and stuff like that so it had to be yeah it's sort of a different theme didn't it yeah yeah. Say, and it, it's awesome i was watching like the videos for it and stuff and i'm like yeah i'd love to do that like i know you said whenever you go to, to different places you're not really that bothered once you've been to disney you've, you've been to disney but i would love to do the different the different disney yeah parks. it's, it's like more when you've got so many options it's 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 an easy reason to go i you know i've got enough time to do everything so i'm not going to do that one it was you know it was do I go to Tokyo Disneyland or do I go to Tokyo Disney Sea? And I've been to a Disneyland, so I'll do Disney Sea. Um, you know, mm. if I ever went to California, I don't think I would have knowing that I'd want to go to Universal because there's I, I, the, the there'll be the Super Mario Brothers Land things like that, and I'd want to go to one of the Six Flags and do all their amazing roller coasters. Like, what would I? What else would I do? Would I want to do Disneyland or would I want to do California Adventure? um and it would be california adventure it would be the the other one do you know what i mean yeah because isn't california adventure the bit that's got the uh, well, exactly. that's got, in it as well that's got avengers it's got star yeah. wars it's got cars land yeah. yeah so no absolutely but at the same time i'm sure if i looked into it there would be some amazing ride that i would feel like i'm missing out like at, um at tokyo disneyland the it's got the one uh monsters inc ride that's in the world like the yeah. only one and it looks great it's just a it's just a dark ride you're going in a little car through monstropolis but you have uh like a light on the front of your car and you shine the light around and as you shine it on things monsters will pop out of the thing so it's the idea is you're trying to find all the monsters uh in, a, in the middle of a blackout but it's a really it's just such a cool little fun idea and like stuff like that i would love to i would love to go on but yeah it was more like you know, look this this is the, the different one. Let's try something different. So I don't know. Yeah, it is. Mm. It is. And finally, just while talking about Disney, we watched um, Cruella. Like it's on now on Disney Plus. Okay, yeah, it's made it onto actual free now. On the free if you have now. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know what? It was all right. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, the ending is just so badly done though. Fair enough. Like cgi wise and the whole idea was just like they had so much money for the rest of the film and they're like oh guys we've got like 50 quid left here right who knows like a student editor that's got a green screen right right let's give him 50 quid and he can sort it out for us and i'm like really it, it's honestly it's jarring like ash was like this is a really good film up until this bit and i was like yep 
I'm like, I really trying, I mean, don't don't go into it so we don't spoil it for people. But I try to remember what what it was. I didn't notice if that was the case, but I might I might have a look at the end of it, and next time I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally agree. I oh. I kind of liked it. I know my shell really liked it. I thought it was good. It's but... definitely a girly. I'm not sounding sexist and stereotypical. It's definitely a girly film. I think like when we watch it, like our niece would love this. Mm. I just, I just don't like all like the the fashion world and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, it is all. I suppose. Tell me about that. I, I just don't like when they, you know, it's, it's the, there's so many like, look, this is that character, this is that character, this is that person. It's like, look, you know, they're all gonna grow up to be these other characters. And look, that's the oh, look, that's Pogo. You know, he's, he's gonna be coming back in it later. I hate when films are just constantly like that when they do prequels that are so like. You know, hey, look, look, this guy. Yeah, you remember him? So yeah, that that was the bit that just it it, it was hard for me to get over that while I'm watching it. So I don't think I could ever have enjoyed it enough. See, that's good because I haven't watched the first, the actual like 101 and 100. We've got them, but I haven't yeah. actually watched them yet. I mean, I've seen them so long ago, but I, I think they're one of those that you just you know. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. I mean, I've played the Kingdom Hearts version, so I know the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. You probably have, I mean, maybe less so nowadays, but your Disney knowledge for a long time was all based on Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Not in a bad way, you know. (laughs) No, I was like, I was quite happy I knew who I knew when stuff was turned up. I was like, oh my God, he's from Kingdom Hearts. I know what happens here. (laughs) Speaking kind of of Kingdom Hearts, I I haven't had that much chance to play much more Final Fantasy VII, but I have now got up to i've just left uh the basically sector seven or whatnot i'm out oh, I'm okay. outside the walls now uh i am i'm going to you know cloud and, and tifa's old village and whatnot so i'm in a little flashback bit of um finding out who sephiroth is um but sephiroth. my point is i am now at in new territory you're correct yeah so I've been through, I've played Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, all 40 hours of the gameplay, and now I've played all five hours of exactly the same story on Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> the original one. And it is just, it's really nice seeing seeing everything. Uh, it kind of, it's, it, I wasn't sure how it would work doing it backwards, um, because I'm sure half the idea is you're supposed to, I've played Final Fantasy VII and you you do remake and you're like, oh yeah, it's that, oh I love that, and and you see everything they've added to it. But it's really cool doing it backwards and being like, oh okay, I see how they dragged that out and that was really good. Like like going through the the train yard, for example, in the actual in remake, it's a it's a good like sort of two or three hour section where you've got really? these ghost wow. children that you that that one of them takes over um over Aerith and. It's it. I mean, it's really, really good. It's a really good little little section, or you know, decent sized section. Yeah, in this, it's about two screens. <laughs> it's like get through the trains, go over the top, under there, right out, out. Okay, there yeah. you go. <laughs> You've done it. And it's the same when you're going through. Um, I think it's through some of the old tunnels, um, and there's like robot hands and things that you climb over, and that mm. is literally one in in the original final fantasy 7 that is one screen yeah in the remake that is this whole big section where you've got a there's about three or four sections where you have to control the robot hands to lift up um 
like shipping containers and stuff to make bridges. Oh, God, that sounds stuff. tedious. <laughs> it, it is and it isn't. It's it's you know, at least it's not. If it was if it was in the style of Final Fantasy VII, the original, where every thirty seconds the screen's like, and then you got a battle, it would be because you can't. You know, you sort of you just getting getting on with the puzzle, and suddenly you've got to do a, a battle. But it's not. It's you know, it's. You, you see things attacking you and you can go after them if you want or you can just run past them whatever you want to do so yeah, exactly. you just get on with the puzzles and it so no i mean i i i really liked it and it and it genuinely i think it's my favorite game of last year and it's it's right up there in terms of in terms of quality games i've played in the last few years it was so good really really enjoyed it um yeah so that that was my little aside of thingy. I even had a, a little segue that I could have segued from um, sort of bad films and prequels and things, trying to reference future versions of them um, by telling you a little bit about when I went to see Snake Eyes, the uh, the GI Joe. Oh, you R- didn't. Movie. I did, <laughs> and it was you know it was two weeks ago now, and I don't really want to go too much in it, but I've taken to when I go to the cinema, it's generally in the middle of the day. It's always really quiet, especially if it's a film no one else wants to see, which this kind of was. So I think there was me and two other people in the screening um, and I was on the back row. And the good thing about sitting on the back row, if the stuff I want, I know while I'm watching the film, I want to talk about on the pod. uh, I get my phone out and I'm noting stuff down. So I've got quite a few little notes about (laughs) about how I just I mean. I'll I'll sum it up straight away. It was really bad. <laughs> I really hoped it wasn't. I thought I just I, it it looked like it might have been a fairly decent fun little film. Um, and you know it's it's fun to see him running around Japan and stuff like that and going oh I've been there look at that and all this. And it actually started off the first ten to fifteen minutes of the of the film. Um, the the main guy, the guy who becomes Snake Eyes, um, he's working for the Yakuza. Um, and it's got this whole sort of Yakuza storyline where he then has to fight a load of the a, a load of the bad guys. And it was that was a it was a really good fight scene. And I thought, oh this, you know what, this might be good if you've got a sort of a really good, decent Yakuza story. Um there's a really stupid bit where him and his mate get into this truck and they shut the doors and then all these Yakuza are running after them with swords and they all jump onto the front of the truck and start stabbing like through the windscreen, through the through the, the window on the side, through the roof with their swords. And every sword that goes in gets stuck or they just don't take them out. So it's like pop-up pirate. They're like, <laughs> all these swords are coming flying left, right and center and they're right in the middle of this. And I was like, it, that, that, I thought would give me a good idea of the sort of the serious slash cheese level of the film, because that's a really sort of stupid little thing. Like, Oh yeah, it's, you know, pop up pirate. Mm. Unfortunately, it doesn't stick with that. It just descends into stupidness. I mean, the first thing is, so after that, so that's based in America, he gets on a a plane. um, And basically he's earned the trust of this, this guy who was working with the Yakuza. And he says, I'm going to, they're going to be after you now. They're all going to want to kill you. So I'm going to take you home and we're going to, uh, I'm part of this ancient Japanese dynasty that protects this gem. And uh, we don't trust outsiders, but I think I can trust you. So I'm going to take you 
back to my home. You're going to meet my mom, who's the patriarch of the family. Um, and uh, we'll we'll see we'll see if you can become one of our our family, an honorary member. So he flies over, and they get there, and it's got the really stereotypical get off the plane to get into a car and then he drives across Shibuya crossing and he drives in front of one of the temple and it's just like it's Japan 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 and you see sumo wrestlers and you see people playing big drums and then you're out into a castle and like okay right it's I see where what this film's going to be like and then they get there and it's this ancient Japanese castle and there's this this like the the main woman comes out and there's all these ninjas around and they're watching him and he you know he gets them to bow to him and everyone absolutely everyone speaks perfect english <laughs> like even when like there's maybe three or four very very short bits in the film where one of the characters speaks japanese and you have to have subtitles like mm. in a two-hour film you're probably taking about 40 seconds worth of subtitles in the entire film so when when everyone's talking English, I thought, okay, maybe that's just a choice they're making. Everyone speaks English uh, just because it's it's a film, whatever. But then when you do show that these people do speak Japanese, it's then a bit of an odd choice, especially when you've got like they're all talking English for the benefit of of a Snake Eyes who's American. Um, but there are moments when there's just clearly Japanese people talking. And they're all talking English to each other. Like there's no one else in the room. So it's for no one else's benefit. It's just, it was just very, very bizarre. And just, I don't know, to me, it just stuck a bit of sort of bad filmmaking. Just people don't care about reading subtitles. People are quite happy to watch a film where they have to read subtitles every now and again. So I don't know why they thought it wasn't worth doing. Um, and the, I think and, though with it, it, it is a kid film as well though isn't it to be fair like, like i know jai joe's for everybody but like the just isn't the, that world mainly for the kids and teenagers that i suppose but it was really quite i mean it was quite dark and quite violent so it's not i mean it's definitely i think it was a 12a so mm. that's that's the age that it's looking at so yeah kids as in sort of teenagers i guess um, and then the parents who probably played with G.I. Joe's. But, and the, I mean, I, I wasn't there to watch a film because I'm like, yeah, G.I. Joe. Taught, I never played with G.I. Joe's. I never owned a single G.I. Joe. Um, and I have no clue about any of the characters apart from watching those two films. So oh, I, I, know. Say, I thought you were going to say apart from the... Uh, have you watched the the redubbed uh, thing on YouTube? Like, I watched it when I was in school, so I know it's really, really old. But it's the one that was like, yeah, Joe. And it's just some really random redubbing of All the right. episodes. They last for like about three minutes or something each one. And they were incredible. Okay. They were genuinely amazing. Then I might check that out. <laughs> you have to check More that out. Than yes. They are amazing. Well, the, 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 without, I mean, do you know what? Some films, I don't, we don't want to spoil on this, but. I feel like this really is If you want to waste your time going to see this film, then just turn off. Stop listening. <laughs> we don't want you. Well, so, he doesn't. I do. No, we do. We do really. But it's it's it. You know, it, we don't want to. We're not going to ruin things like you know Marvel films, Star Wars films, anything decent and important. Suicide Squad. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't spoil any of that. 
but this just this doesn't matter no one cares and and essentially the idea is so he he he's basically infiltrating this family to uh, because the yakuza boss told him that if if he does that and manages to steal this precious gem that they're that they're uh, looking after that they've looked after for centuries he'll tell him who murdered his dad okay he'll he'll sort all that out for him so he he has to go he has to pass three tests to join the family um and the very first one basically there's this guy who's who's really high up in the family and he's he's an amazing you know martial artist and everything and the idea is he gets they both get some wooden bowls fill them with water and he says to pass the first test you must take this bowl off me without spilling a drop you have four tries if you fail that's it if you fail four times that's it you can't do it and then one of the characters turns to the 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 main the the main head woman of the family and goes and goes i don't he's never going to pass this like 80 percent of people fail this test there's no way he's ever going to pass and then it shows him basically attacking the guy trying to get the bowl of water and he keeps spilling it first time you know fails second time gets thrown on the floor and the guy pours the water on his head third time he fails and then he's like, oh, fourth time, what am I going to do? And he's like, maybe I don't fight him. Maybe I've just... And he walks up to him and says, it would be an honor if you would please let me take your bowl of water in exchange for mine. And the guy goes, that is acceptable. And they swap bowls. And they're like, oh, so it wasn't a fighting thing all along. It was all about humility and, you know, being kind and asking for your opponent for what you want. Now... Loads of people are watching this. All the ninjas are standing around watching this thing. And this is a this is apparently the same test that they've done for centuries. Yet no one no like they've managed to keep it a secret that all you have to do to pass this test is ask the guy for the bowl of water. And eighty percent of people have failed. Like there's there's a, a no point. Did someone go, Psst, by the way, yeah, I've seen this happen before. We do this every year. Just ask him for the bowl of water. <laughs> it just seems so stupid. They made this big point of being like eighty percent of people don't don't succeed in this. Um, but anywho, so passes that test, passes the next test, passes the final test. Oh, he's about to be accepted into the family, and then he steals the gem. And it turns out this gem basically controls fire, and it can make anything you point it at burst into flames. So the bad guy gets hold of it, and it's this huge battle um in the in the the castle and all the little the lackey ninjas are running at him to attack him and he just turns and points the gem at him and they literally burst into flames and they're gone yet at certain points some of the important characters will come up to him like the woman who runs the family uh the son the daughter this this the head of security and stuff every time they go to attack him he just holds on to the gem and then tells his his lackey his own like minions to go attack them like you you're literally holding this fire rock that could destroy like in in an instant you could have wiped out the entire family yet you're like oh no no i only use this for the to for, for the lower guys the big the big guys i'm going to send my useless minions after you who clearly will lose just there's so many little stupid annoying things i'm just sat i mean i had my head in my hands for half the film because of just just i just want i just want a good decent plot and decent action fun film and this just had so little of it so many so many things wrong 
I think I think that's most of my notes. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it annoyed me because they went into a bathhouse and all the Japanese people were wearing towels. Um, which right. just doesn't happen. Just don't. They just don't do it, Red. They don't. You don't wear towels in bathhouses. And I get that it's a film. <laughs> They're not going to show naked Japanese people. <laughs> but despite that, it's just you know. Just lots of lots of silly things that I hated, um, and it, it it felt to me like they were really they wanted to get this film out. I mean, did it get announced at the same time as Shang Chi? No idea. No, it's been announced for years, hasn't it? The Snake yeah, Eyes. So was Shang Chi. So I don't know. It feels like they wanted to get this film out before Shang Chi, and maybe capitalize on the same sort of thing because it's it's similar in a way. You know, it's the sort of the whole martial arts type thing but he's just yeah i really hope shang chi's a heck of a lot better yeah um i don't know it will be the reviews and stuff it's getting seems really good so yeah yeah i'm seeing i'm seeing watching what if yet uh i've watched the first one not, not right, got to watch any they, they get yet. better they get a lot better i will say <laughs> and the first one was all right but yeah. they do get better Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So they've only done three so far. By the time yeah. this one airs, it'll be on number four. But yeah, because I forgot as well, it's every Wednesday. So I've been like, oh, it's Friday, I can watch her, what if? And then I was chatting to Mike over it, and he's like, do they release them on Wednesdays now, remember? And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Right, okay, I could do that on Wednesday, didn't know instead, but hey ho. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those, because I think because none of them really matter matter yeah i'm just i i'm not in a hurry to watch them that's that's the only difference so i will watch them it's like the um the star wars what's it called star wars legends or something like that the anime they're doing um, oh yeah i'm not asked yeah. that slightest. i mean it's I, japanese anime. yeah i am in, in, in the uh, you know watching the trailer some of them look really good um but again, they don't really matter, so it's not something I'm going to rush to watch. But I probably will watch them at some time. Like the they've got Studio Trigger who do um, they did a, an anime called Kill the Kill and a film a couple of years ago called uh, Promare, and their their animation is amazing. It's so mm. good. I'm really looking forward to theirs. You can see theirs in the trailer. It really stands out because they've just got this unique uh, like animation style. So. It was like the Animatrix when the Animatrix was out, you know, didn't really care that much about the Matrix at the time, but it was a really cool little thing that yeah, they did. That so, similar to that. Yeah. I'm oh, intrigued. Speaking of yeah, it, the yeah. Have you have you read the synopsis and stuff for it as well? Uh, I have not, no. no I, I, I used the entire wrong word there as well. It's not the synopsis. It's the, uh, the it's obviously shown like a little snippet Okay. Uh, trailer thing um, at the Warner Brothers, whatever the fuck it was they were showing off. Um, and then it's where it, show, it starts off with Neo in um, lying down like in a therapist room, just like the, in the first film. Right. Um, but it's Neil Patrick Harris who's the the therapist, okay. um, and he's chatting to him. And then apparently he leaves and goes for a coffee in a coffee shop, and Trinity's sitting in the coffee shop, mm. um, and he walks past and they sort of look at each other, and she goes. Don't, don't I know you? And he's like, no, I don't think so. And then, like, he then leaves. And apparently a very young Morpheus comes up to him and is like, 
it's time to take your pill or something like that. Okay. Um, and down the rabbit hole is playing um, as it happens and it zooms out and it's like Matrix revol- Revolution. Right. No, okay. Uh, Resurrections. Oh, Resurrections, isn't it? Yeah, Which makes sense. I... I watched the well I, a, a couple of months ago I watched the first Matrix again and I I really like that film I, I I think on its own it's a really good film um and then I watched the second one and I started about maybe about two or three weeks ago I got about halfway through and I just couldn't do any any more um and I finished it the other day I just had nothing else on while I was doing some work so I thought okay let's just pop that on and it's so bad. It doesn't even compare to the first one. It's they've tried so 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 hard to expand it and make it this really deep and meaningful and important film, but it's just so so badly done. It's awful. And the third one got better. I remember it at least wrapped it up a little bit better, but I'm just I don't hold out that much hope for the fourth one. I don't think the Wachowskis are that great as filmmakers. I think they got pretty lucky on the first 100%. Matrix. Yeah. Uh, I quite like Cloud Atlas, even though I know a heck of a lot of people hate it. But um, but I, I, I like the idea of that. I like the ambition of it. But I just don't, I don't know. I don't try. Well, to be fair, it's only Lana that's doing this one. Um, I forget the other Wachowski sister's name. But she didn't want to. Oh, no, retread old. <laughs> well, no, it makes it makes perfect sense in that she didn't want to retread old old ground that was from her old life when when they were the the Wachowski brothers, for example. You know, so it makes sense that she's like that's 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 done. That was that life. This is this is me, and I don't want to have anything more to do with it, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, I've just. I mean, I hope it's one of those things. I hope they they only did it because they got the right script, and it's not mm. like they did it because they could do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, I'm I, I take it they've aged they aged um, Morpheus down, did they? They did that the Dis- the Marvel Disney de aging thing. Well, it's once Fishbone is wasn't invited back, was he at all to um, right. to do the fourth one? And he's like, I don't know why. I like the first I heard of it coming out was when they announced the um, the the resurrection uh, subtitle, and he's like, oh, right, okay, so yeah, I wasn't invited back yeah. to do that then. Because <laughs> what I've heard is is it's set like weeks or months after the the, the third one. Yeah. So it's it's a bit odd. It's um. You know, you, you're going to have, I mean, I guess Keanu Reeves doesn't look a whole lot different, but no, everyone else the rest does. <laughs> and yeah. the rest of the cast apparently is slain it. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's weird because the Matrix Online game was canon and the Wachowski, Wachowski, whatever the fuck, Wachowski, Wachowski brothers, isn't it? Yeah. Or Wachowski sisters now, as they are, um, came out and said that this is genuinely a, a direct follow-on from the, the last matrix like this is this is 100 story um and morpheus gets killed in that so now everyone's like hang on a minute you came out and said that this is kind of yet morpheus okay. is in the resurrection like what what's occurring what's going on so it's like interesting and he dies in a really shit way as well <laughs> so it's just oh well there you go understandable that they wrote the they you know wreck on that mm-hmm. i remember i remember the game what what was enter the matrix wasn't it 
was great. It was a really fun game, and it was it was weird. It was based on um, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, on, yep. on her character, wasn't it, who appears in the second one, but doesn't really do anything. She's just at a couple of the meetings, mm. and it was, it was almost like, you know, I mean, imagine being that actor, and you get cast in a matrix, like, right, your character, you are the lead character in a video game, you will be in the film a little bit, just so we can link those two things together. Yeah. And in fact, she's in the um, Matrix Resurrections, by the looks of it. She is indeed. Yeah. Interesting. I, I One of those things, I'm interested in, in seeing it, and I really hope that they've done, they, they do a better job, and they don't try and drag it out to give us another three movies just keep it just yeah i think it's just a, a one i yeah. think from what i was reading about this which again it makes me ring like why when they ended it the way they did they don't really need to do a fourth one i know it's just money and you know they're like oh no this is the perfect script and we are still relevant but you know and the other thing with the matrix the matrix started bullet time really yeah yes but now it's been done to death so they need to bring out something fresh and new this matrix to make it stand out from other sort of films now mm-hmm. so it's it's going to be an interesting interesting move to see where how they proceed with this to be fair so i'm I'm intrigued i'm not like i can't wait for this but at the same time yeah you know it's it's unlike spider-man no way home which trailer was incredible okay i i i i, I wasn't as thrilled as you were <laughs> Were you not? No. Um, I don't know what it was. It just, I think it was, I, I'm so used to these teaser trailers not really telling you much about what's going on. Yet this, I'm sure it didn't, as a, on a whole, but seemed to basically, you know, he goes to, Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange and says, oh, can you change all this? And he's like, yeah, sure, why not? And then does some magic spell and it all goes wrong and then multiverse. Like, and that seemed to give you the whole setup of the film. And and also, I just don't, I don't see the motivation that Doctor Strange would have to go, yeah, let's mess with all the timelines. Well, there's, have you heard all the, the theories and the rumours that it's not actually Doctor Strange? Okay, no. That he's gone to see. So it, it obviously he thinks it is Doctor Strange, but it's well, not. So does so does um Thingy Wong because Wong's in it. Wong goes off on holiday. Mm-hmm. Or goes off to fight abomination, as we'll probably find out. Anyway. Yeah, which is which is mad how the how they're bringing him back. It, but there's yeah, there's, there's so many like theories about who it actually is and and what's going down. Um trying to get them back up again on here because I spent ages when it first came out getting like, oh, really? Oh, that's exciting. And, and yeah, I'm very, very, very in, intrigued. Um, and the thing I like is, like, like you said, obviously, like, right, okay, this is the, the plot. Like, we knew that it was going to include the multiverse in it anyway, so, that, you know, mm. I, there's no big surprise that that's a part of it at yeah. all. No, and I don't and that's, think that's, that's fine. Yeah, I don't think that, that's the, the biggest, you know, surprise to anyone so that bit doesn't phase me i'm intrigued to know how they're going to proceed with everything so like the way they bring it up when dr octopus is like hello peter like that's blatantly not tom holland he's speaking to it might that, not be no that, that's no. definitely toby mcguire that he's he's chatting to and stuff so i'm like 
I can't I can't wait to see those interactions properly, but the way that they did it in the, the trailer, like a couple of the guys I was speaking to were just like, oh yeah, it's weird, isn't it, showing him up against him? And I was like, I, it's not him though. And with his legs now, like the arms being red, so like they're in control and it's not him that's in control of it still and that sort of stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, he gets, gets yeah. really, really into it. So I'm, I'm intrigued with that a lot more, I, but I am. as Spider-Man I, I, just being I get- my favourite superhero yeah. i'm genuinely like yeah i'm excited for this one because they, they've done a really good run and i can't see him fucking this up no so. i no i get i get that and i i do have faith that there's more to it but oh there's, the, 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 there's got to be there's reason like, like that, said, that seems no... so straightforward and by the numbers like you know oh yeah i'll mess with this and that just wouldn't if i don't especially because we've had up to this point has shown that he won't he wouldn't do anything like that well, yeah, because the the main thing is he can see every single outcome that yeah. ever needs to happen. Why exactly. didn't he do that before messing with it? To be like, right, yeah. okay, so this is this how it could go down and stuff. So there's obviously a lot of stuff that they're not showing you. Mm-hmm. So I've got no fear about that. It, it's not going to be as quick and as simple as... I mean, it could be because there's a shit ton of characters needs to be, and it could be the Spider-Man 3 curse again all over. Yeah. But... I, I, I hope it's not, and I hope they do put a bit more effort in. Then I mean, you know, he's, yeah, sure. Watch this. Done. He's got the power to to do all this that you know breaks over the multiverse. Yeah, he hasn't got the power to fix the hole in the roof to stop the snow getting in. It's a nice touch, though. Is it? I mean, yeah. He for, for the and, you know, he's got a cape to keep him warm. <laughs> so it's all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there is nothing that would stop me rushing to see this film day one you know mm. but it just especially after everything that happened with the trailer how some you know that really bad version of it got leaked and then it started to get out and eventually they went right okay here it is on my birthday no less it was a nice was. treat. um yeah. but so i think i was like really as most of the internet was i was really hyped up to watch the trailer and i watched it and i was like okay all right that's yeah it's not what i expected but okay but like i say it's not gonna it's not gonna stop me from rushing out to see the film so it's it's fine it's totally fine it's, good. it's fine it's there's, fine there's been, there's been loads of um of random film reveals and and like sizzle trailers and stuff coming through because did you read about the uncharted film footage as well no no came out while talking about t- t- tim holland about tom holland um yes it turns out this is going to be an absolute train wreck um so this one you have a faith in uh yeah i i've I've, i mean to begin with that let's be honest i've i've never had faith in this uncharted film oh no no, absolutely Um, mainly due to the fact that it's got fucking mark Wahlberg as sully in it which is just a bit of a piss take um but you know what Let, let that go past um it's fine they've so they've shown as in part of this huge sizzle reel that's coming up loads of sony films um in like their lineup mm. um which, which is coming through they've shown a couple of shots so one of which is um oh, what was it again so it's, it shows sully going do you ever want to go on any of those kind of adventures we've only read about in books um and he's like yeah and then it shows you like a couple of like screenshots about what's coming up, like little teaser bits. So one of them is in um, a pirate ship, uh, which was, as you've just played Uncharted, the, the run you know is in Uncharted 4. 
which is coming through. So I'm like, right. So if he's young, Drake, why are they doing the the pirate ship that looks exactly like the one in Charter Four? Mm. That that's weird. And then apparently the the other bit which made people go all up in arms is there's a a, um, a shot um, where Drake's fallen out of an airplane that looks exactly like the se- the, the sequence from Uncharted Three. Okay. So, so they're just like, they'd, yeah, they're not following anything. It's the characters and it's different parts of story from all over the series, isn't it? But it's young Nathan Drake. He's never done anything like this before. So how can they do all these things that as a bit of a seasoned adventurer and going off on all these mad trails and you know, is a lot older, so it could take a lot more damage mm. than a very young Nathan Drake who's starting off on it all. It's just, I mean, apparently it was it was quite well received when it's going through. Okay. Um, but yeah, just no, absolutely no. Like in that scene, it was done, but everybody in the um, in the comment sections of anything you go on, it, everyone's booting off massively, and I'm like, mm. yeah, fair point. Yeah, I'm I'm not that precious about about the uh, the games i've still only only played um golden golden abyss or whatever the the vita one so all oh, right i thought you've worked your way through the um no no i've got all four of them now because right three okay, of you've got them, them you haven't played for them, everyone right. yeah okay so i'm not i've not got there yet um and i will and i probably am going to enjoy them but at this stage i'm not i'm not there yet you know, in terms of like, I wouldn't recognize anything being out of place. Right. But, okay. Fair enough. You know, so I've, I've gone would... through them, and you've got. We all know my opinion anyway. I've tried. It's all right. Yeah. It's not not great, but it's all right. But yeah, I've got no faith in that. But I can't believe that there's, there's so much I want to to discuss. But we're an hour and twenty minutes in, and like what I want to talk about is probably going to take about another half hour to an hour. So, what was that? Resident Evil. Uh, yeah, and it was also Gamescom. All right. What, well, what, so I, yeah, I haven't seen much that's come out of Gamescom, to be honest. A, a load of announcements coming through that I was like, okay, let's talk about this. But yeah, um, we'll talk about them next time round because well, that might. will take up a, a chunk of stuff I want to talk about. I mean, oh yeah, you've got sausages in, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's not just that they're, they're, not, they're not cooking anymore. They have literally stopped cooking, but it will take up a, a huge chunk and... I do need uh, to shoot off. Well, fair enough then. That's different. So you, you're trying to you're trying to put it on me there, being you know, you haven't got any time or anything. But no, this is just you. You want to get to your sausages. I understand. Uh, to be fair, mate, I'd probably prefer sleep, but all that need to oh, eat yeah. as well. Yeah, well, true. Fair enough. You know. All right, never mind then. That's fine. We'll 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 end it here. Sorry, guys. Reg is being a sport sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep keeping hooked on until next time. Yep. And uh, next time I might even get to talk to you about um the finale of Biker Grove. The alien one. Yeah. Okay. The T Rexes and everything. I I had no idea. <laughs> I, have we not talked about this before? Never. Who the hell did I talk? I've had a massive conversation about this with someone. <laughs> if it wasn't you, then I can't remember who the hell it was. I've got no other reason as to why that came up in conversation apart from on a random podcast. Okay, well, it definitely wasn't me. 
Because I right. it came up on Reddit and someone put it on today. I learned. Today I learned the Biker Grove, a relatively grounded British teen drama set in a youth club, which aired 1989 to 2006, which I can't believe it went on that long, to be honest. Mm. Um, ended with all the characters becoming aware they were in a TV show with no free will of their own, fending off a T Rex attack and ultimately being blasted into the void of nothingness. Yeah. Weird. I was like, no, no. And then I clicked on the link and read about it and saw a clip, and yeah, it's so bizarre. So yeah. very, very bizarre. It really was. Yeah, I remember like, watching that as well. This probably isn't worth talking about again then after this, but just to just to give a general gist of it, it'll take two minutes. Um, yeah, the, they found out that they were part of a TV show and the writers were going to, um, we're, we're basically going to gonna write out, write everything out of the show. Um, so all the characters had to write their own endings and one of them wrote one about aliens, one of them wrote one about T-Rexes and stuff. Um, and the only way that they could stop the, the growth from disappearing into nothingness as it started to um was to get someone to buy biker grove um i don't even know how it how that actually ended in the end to be honest i you know if we if i do watch it because i someone's put a link in the reddit thread uh to the final episode which is on youtube um i might talk about it a bit more next but probably not because i think that's all there is to say just how weird is that yeah it is, it's yeah. really bizarre, out of nowhere as well. Like I said, as it's completely grounded, it just yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> People are comparing it to that. Well, so someone says here, it's just like that alternate Breaking Bad ending. And then loads of people are talking about, oh, yeah, the Malcolm in the Middle thing. And then someone finally chimes in and said, that wasn't a real thing. That was like for Saturday Night Live or something. Did you ever <laughs> see that where, where the what's, it, um, what's his name? The guy who plays Walter White, Brian Cranston wakes up and he's in he's in bed with with his wife from malcolm in the middle yeah. and he's like oh i had this horrible dream that you know this and this and, and you know i was a meth meth king or whatever and uh yeah and everyone's like oh that would have been great if yeah if it was all tied into malcolm in the middle no it wasn't real it was a joke it was entirely a joke <laughs> this was actually a tv series that ended with dinosaurs and aliens mm-hmm. yeah. but anyway anyway if only we could end with dinosaurs and aliens. One day. One day. Nice. Right. Thank you for listening. See you next Thanks time. Thanks for having me. Doodles. <laughs>